he is so firmly against what is happening in this court and so firmly for the old America that we know, not this America, that he will take that stand on Monday. He will open himself up to whatever they want because he's not afraid. People that are afraid cower. President Trump doesn't cower. We'll be back on Monday. Donald Trump confirmed on Sunday that he will not be testifying on Monday in the New York Attorney General civil fraud case on direct examination as he and his lawyers promised he would. I'm Ben Micellis. This is the Midas Touch Network. Donald Trump put out a long rambling statement on Sunday filled with big lie after big lie, but concluded with the following. Based on the above and the fact that our unassailable final expert witness has been so strong and irrefutable in his testimony, which will conclude on Tuesday, and that I have already testified to everything and have nothing more to say other than that this is a complete and total election interference, parentheses, Biden campaign, exclamation point, witch hunt that will do nothing but keep business out of New York. I will not be testifying on Monday, MAGA, exclamation point, and all of that is in caps. It was fairly easy to predict that Donald Trump was going to come up with excuses not to testify. This is Donald Trump's MO. Remember when Alina Habba said that she believed Donald Trump was going to testify when he was subpoenaed before the January 6th committee and that in all of her cases... He testifies. That's not true. But remember when Alina Habba said this back on October of 2022 when Trump was subpoenaed? Play this clip. He's got a couple options here. He can ignore the subpoena and maybe run into a Bannon world, or he can go and plead the fifth, or he can go and, and testify. Any idea what you think he's going to do and what would you recommend? I would recommend that he cooperate because when you have nothing to hide, that's what I always recommend. The same reason that he always... Uh, comes out and and speaks on any of my cases. He um, has no issue being deposed, even though the left-wing media would like to pretend that he does. He has no issue being subpoenaed and answering questions about what happened that day, and and he shouldn't. Um, what he did was very public, and it, it was really nothing um, other than to say to uh, go out peacefully, as we know. Yeah, Donald Trump did not show up for that. As I posted on um, my social media, it's fairly obvious that Trump was not going to testify. It was easy to predict when you understand his pathology. I wrote, predicting Trump was not going to testify on direct examination at the New York Attorney General civil fraud trial was pretty obvious. He wears his pathology on his sleeve. He's a malignant narcissist, a pathological liar, a sociopath, but fundamentally at his core, he is a total coward. So to be clear, Donald Trump was hauled into court on cross-examination by the New York Attorney General in their case. The New York Attorney General is the plaintiff in the case. They're prosecuting the action against Donald Trump, his adult children, Don Jr. and Eric and others, and the Trump Organization and the Trump uh, Revocable Trust. They called Donald Trump on cross-exam. Donald Trump did not testify, though, on direct exam after the cross-exam when the New York Attorney General called him as a witness. Donald Trump was just kind of just rambling, incriminating himself. And as I said back then, normally what would have occurred is that the lawyers for Donald Trump would say, even though normally 
uh, the direct exam would have to remain within the scope of a cross-exam where a witness like Trump is called by the plaintiff's case as an adverse witness in the plaintiff's case in chief before being recalled in the defense uh, case. Uh, Normally, the defense lawyer would go to the judge and say, we just want the witness to be called once, so we want to go outside the scope of the direct, and we'll ask Donald Trump all of our questions. Well, they didn't do that. They didn't enter into a deal with the prosecutors to even call Donald Trump first on direct and then perhaps have the New York attorney general then do the cross-exam. So that was always a red flag. Obviously, Donald Trump's pathology of being a massive coward was another red flag that he was not going to testify. Then Eric Trump stated that he was not going to testify, and Donald Trump put some weird message about how um, my son at such a young age, at a tender young age, his life is being ruined, and just some whiny statement like that. Here's what he goes. I told my wonderful son Eric not to testify at the rig trial. He then says his young life has already been unfairly disturbed or disrupted enough on this corrupt witch hunt. Besides, I will be testifying on Monday in this shameful no jury allowed trials, what Donald Trump said. Well, obviously Donald Trump's not testifying. So that was another red flag that Donald Trump was not going to testify. And then his lawyer, Alina Haba, started making the excuses that Donald Trump might not testify at the end of last week. And she stated, because the appellate division reimposed the gag order, which just limited Donald Trump's ability to attack Judge Ngoron's principal law clerk, she said that that made it very difficult for him to testify. She said he's still going to testify on Monday, which he's not, but she said he will. But the fact that that gag order is reimposed, recall that earlier in the week as well, we reported that Trump's lawyer, Christopher Keis, made a motion to the court to allow Donald Trump's testimony to be delayed until after all of the appeals process, all the way up to New York's highest court, resolved the issue of the gag order, which was put back into place by the appellate division. And Judge Ngoron and the New York attorney generals were like, uh, uh, lawyers were like, absolutely not. So that was a red flag as well, where Christopher Keis was basically saying Donald Trump thinks he can't testify fairly while a gag order is imposed on the stand, which merely precludes him from attacking the judge's principal law clerk. What? I mean, that's just more excuses from the total coward. Alina Haba went on Fox and she said this on Friday. And again, even though she said Trump was going to testify, it was obvious that he was not going to. But you show this clip. Can you tell us now whether or not he will definitely testify on Monday, Alina? Yeah, let me be very clear. I discouraged the former president from getting on a stand with a gag order. I would never discourage the former president from testifying because... Uh, Quite honestly, our plan up until now was to have him testify. He always wanted to testify, and he should testify. When he has nothing to hide, it's the best thing you could do is put this great witness on that is going to stand up and tell you the truth. But the judge in this matter this week, we asked him to lift the gag order so that he could testify fully and completely. If he sees people whispering and creating a ruckus next to him, and he has a right to address that so that the record is complete, and so do his lawyers. Uh, That was why 
we said, this is not fair, this is rigged, this is a banana republic. Don't give them the, the energy of you coming in the room. Now, he already has took, taken the stand on this case. He took the stand on the case in the AG's case. Now we want him on our case, but I would say, and I still say, that having any client get on a stand with a gag order as limited or large as this is a First Amendment violation, and you should not respect the court and give them the opportunity to hear you. But he is going to take the stand regardless, and he will navigate it. Oh, hey, when did you get here? Let's take a quick break to talk about our next partner, Henson Shaving. Look, everyone knows how annoying cheap razors are. The cuts, the irritation, the frustration. And don't get me started with subscription razor services, the headaches that those can cause. That's why you gotta meet Henson Shaving. Henson Shaving is a family-owned aerospace parts manufacturer that has made parts for the ISS. That's the International Space Station and Mars Rover, and now they're bringing precision engineering to your shaving experience. Razor blades, they're like diving boards. The longer the board, the more wobble, the more wobble, the more nicks, cuts, and scrapes. A bad shave, it, it isn't a blade problem, it's an extension problem. By using aerospace-grade CNC machines, Henson makes metal razors that extend just 0.0013 inches, which is less than the thickness of human hair. That means a secure and stable blade with a vibration-free shave. It gets better. The razor has built-in channels to evacuate hair and cream, which makes clogging virtually impossible. Seriously, Henson Shaving wants the best razor, not the best razor business. That means no plastic, no subscriptions, no proprietary blades, and no obsolescence. The Henson razor, it works with standard dual edge blades to give you that old school shave with the benefit of new school tech. Once you own the Henson razor, it's only about $3 to $5 per year to replace the blades. My first shave with the Henson razor was incredibly refreshing. The design is sleek and the durability is top notch. The Henson razor is truly much better than your run of the mill quote unquote traditional razor brand. And the affordability factor is absolutely game changing. No more wasting your money on expensive blades. With Henson shaving, you get a year of blades for just $5. Okay, so here's what you have to do. It's time to say no to subscriptions and yes to a razor that'll last you a lifetime. Visit hensonshaving.com slash Midas to pick the razor for you and use code Midas and you'll get two years worth of blades free with your razor. Just make sure to add them to your cart. That's 100 free blades when you head to H-E-N-S-O-N-S-H-A-V-I-N-G dot com slash Midas and use code Midas. And then on Sunday, Donald Trump announces that he is not testifying on Monday. Here's the point I want to make, though. Again, Eric, Donald Trump, these are supposed to be the people who are the leaders of the Trump organization. So while they were cross-examined as adverse witnesses, you would expect that they would want to, like anybody similarly situated, would want to testify on direct examination unless you feel that you're going to incriminate yourself. You remember that moment where Donald Trump wanted to tell his whole story and read these notes and Judge Ngoron said, I'm not here to hear what you just want to talk about. I'm here to listen to your answers to the questions on cross-examination. And 
Trump would have the opportunity to tell his story, go through his financials, go through everything on direct exam where his lawyers can build a foundation and ask him all of the questions about the Trump organization. Let's go through the finances, Mr. Trump. What is this document depicting? And Trump can say, oh, those are depicting my 2017 financial, go 2015 financials. Okay, Mr. Trump. And are these true and accurate financials of ours? Yes. And what do you see here? Oh, I see 40 Wall Street. You see the valuation there. Oh, I see the valuation. The valuation says this amount. The New York Attorney General's office is saying it's inaccurate. Are you aware that that is their contention? Oh, I'm aware of that's their contention. Well, Mr. Trump, can you explain to the judge why you believe this is accurate? And you go through each, that's direct exam. You go through each line with the witness over and over and over again. And then you can show the judge, I've been diligent. Look what I did. Here's how I was involved with the professionals. You just go through it one by one. That's what you would expect somebody to do here in a case if they were not liable, if they ran their business above board. But here, Trump and Eric refusing to testify on direct exam. And I'll leave you with this too. This is a civil case. It's not a criminal case. In a criminal case, Donald Trump could... Um, again, invoke his Fifth Amendment right, and you couldn't comment on that in a criminal case. In a civil case, Donald Trump, if he invoked his Fifth like he did once before in a deposition, that could be used as an adverse inference, but he did testify on cross-exam so that there was not an adverse inference there. So because he's testified on cross-exam, technically he's not required to testify. He's not forced to testify, but he and Eric, specifically him, would be the main witness. So the fact that he's not testifying in his own defense through direct exam from his own lawyers tells you everything you need to know. And by the way, this was so obvious to us. You go back to the legal AFs we were doing months ago. You go back to the interviews we were doing months ago. Go back to the hot takes we were doing. We called it because it's you, you, you need to study the pathology. Um, we can study it together. You don't need to do it. We'll study. But when you understand the pathology, you understand his moves. And his moves are simple. They are rooted in kind of fear and hate. And you can fairly quickly predict the next move based on, based on his pathology. And you see it right here again. Too cowardly to show up. Clearly, that's going to be something Judge Ngoron will note in the final order. Not surprising. Not surprising one bit but just goes to show you that not only the wannabe dictator has no clothes, bad picture to even think about, but it is utterly foolish, nonsense, pathetic, cowardly, putrid, go on, come up with your words, put them in the comments below. I'm Ben Mycellus. This is the Midas Touch Network. Check us out at patreon.com slash Midas Touch. Have a good one. Hey, Midas Mighty, love this report? Continue the conversation by following us on Instagram, at Midas Touch, to keep up with the most important news of the day. What are you waiting for? Follow us now.